Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal. With the Psychic Sisters, this is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my partner in crime and sister, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Great to be here tonight. We have so much to talk about. Oh, damn, do we? We are going to spill the tea, man, in a big way. (laughs) It's going to be great. I've been waiting all day for this. I got to tell you. I know, me too. (laughs) (laughs) This is our Wednesday night live stream where we update some of our cases that we've been covering, as well as take a look at some new ones and, you know, chit chat with you guys here that show up in our chat. So we want to say hello and uh, we're glad to be here. And yeah, so before we dive in, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing great, doing really well. Um, I will admit, thanks to you, I decided to buy myself a gel nail kit, mm-hmm. you know, the kind with the light and everything. And um, I'll just show you my fingernails. They're currently yeah. lavender with purple, silver sparkles. And uh, I cannot stop doing my nails. And now my <laughs> wife and son both have me doing their nails as well. So I'm having a good time with that. I'm telling you what. Every few days I'm like, hmm, maybe they should be a different color now. Tell me where it's at. It's crazy. And I'm not usually somebody that usually has to have my nails done. But me uh, I have such weak fingernails though that keeping gel nails on or keeping my nails from tearing off. So yes. Me too. My nails are way stronger. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Well, good. How fun. Yeah, I like it. Well, I have been, I'm so excited to be here because I have been helping my senior in high school cram for her government midterm for the last three hours and thank god i got to come do the show but i'm positive i could pass that test right now i was gonna say are you gonna get an a (laughs) oh i've got an a i've got an a plus i don't know they she had to know all 27 uh amendments to the constitution nice and i don't have those memorized but boy she does she's ready yeah this is a kid who if she has a grade that drops below an a she's furious and storming around here mad so you know I think she'll be fine. But anyhow, yeah, I feel like quite the expert in government right now. And I don't, didn't even want to. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems it's like fine. a good time to know more, really. I said to my husband, uh, you're going to have to um, take over, help her study for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I did. your turn. <laughs> yeah. Tag him in. Please. Well, we have some super, super exciting news. Yeah, we do. Our podcast is near hitting, near to hit, nearly there, 20,000 downloads. Woohoo! Yeah. You're one of our podcast listeners. Thank you for making that possible. Right? So we've been podcasting since February. So that's huge. So we also are getting ready to put a merch drop up in our Etsy store. We are very near it. And 
what we're dropping is t-shirts, true crime paranormal t-shirts, such as this one right here. Yeah. Just like that. And we're going to be giving away a couple of t-shirts when we hit 20,000. So you're going to want to keep an eye on our Facebook page, True Crime Paranormal on Facebook. That's where all the fun will be happening. But we're going to give away a couple of t-shirts to celebrate when we hit 20,000, which could be in the next couple of days. Yeah, it won't be very long. It'll just be a few days. So uh, probably for sure by the weekend. We are rolling. So we're super, super excited. So cool. We're zooming towards 3,000 subscribers on YouTube as well. Yes, we are. And when we get to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, we'll do another big giveaway. So lots of fun stuff happening. You guys, come on. Yeah, we're having a ball. We appreciate you so much for showing up and listening and being part of what we do. Mm -hmm. We're just having a blast. For sure. Yeah. So want to say hi to some people in the chat. So hi to Runs With Scissors and Mouth of the South. You guys are so so <laughs> clever, so much names. more clever than me. Bianca, <laughs> Patsy, the Paranormal Circle. Welcome, you guys. Them. Glad to have you here. So should we do the most hilarious stuff first? I kind of Please feel like do, because I have been dying to talk about this. This is the best thing that's ever happened. Well, right. I mean, you guys know the Vallow Daybell case has been a little slow as of late. And, you know, less exciting news, but uh, notable news is that there was a change. Uh, this isn't the funny part, but I'll tell you anyway. We'll get started there. But <laughs> and then we'll get to the funny part. <laughs> then we'll get to the funny stuff. On the 29th of this month, Chad Daybell was supposed to be back in court for a couple of things. Well, they're both back in court. Chad was supposed to be back in court on... The 29th to talk about uh, dismissing the charges, because as you will recall, Mr. Pryor had filed something claiming that, uh, you know, this whole thing, they didn't have enough evidence to charge Chad and he wants the whole damn thing thrown out. Now, he had asked for the transcripts of the preliminary hearing in which they did find him, you know, that there was enough evidence to try him. Apparently, you remember that the preliminary hearing that he was present for, and that uh, you know the entire thing is all over the internet. Of, but right. he apparently just received the transcripts. He doesn't think he really has enough time to prep for this argument of asking for Chad's case to be thrown out. So that has been moved now to the twenty fourth of November. However, there were two orders of business that day. The other one is the joinder. So yeah. this is the prosecution's request to join both Chad and Lori's trials together because it will save the state money. I mean, they're basically the same case against two different people. So it makes sense to the prosecutor that we just we combine these cases. Right. Well, what has happened is that Chad says, Chad's attorney says, hell no, we're not doing that. Mark Mead said, hell yes, come help me, please. (laughs) I'm sure that, I'm sure after what happened today, I'm 100% sure that's what it is. Like, come on, dude, I need your help. Let's, let's join this up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it'll be up to the judge. I mean, essentially what we had been told was that if either party was going to roll on the other, they would not want a joinder because that could implicate them. And so it's very interesting that Chad's lawyer is saying he said it would be extremely detrimental to their case, uh, extremely prejudicial, I believe, to their case. Um, And Mark Means was like, we're all about it. Let's go. 
So it's really unlikely to happen. You know, we're going to hear arguments from both sides. We'll probably hear arguments from the prosecutor as well as from both attorneys about what they think about this. But ultimately, if one of them is, you know, protesting it and doesn't want it, it's so unlikely that they'll actually do it yeah. because we don't want to be facing, you know, mistrials later on because somebody yeah. was treated unfairly. So. Yeah, I, I doubt that it will, but I'm really curious to hear the arguments because I think we might learn a little bit mm -hmm. about what their defenses are going to be mm -hmm. for Chad and Lori. So uh, that's going to be interesting. It will. And I think that Mark, I play a lawyer on TV, means might be, uh, you know, already gearing up for this performance because of some shenanigans that happened on Twitter this uh, morning. Yeah. Oh, should we answer uh, Ms. Chronic Chronicles real quick, though? We are oh, sure. on all the major streaming platforms for podcasts. Mm -hmm. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Podbean. We're on all of them. True Crime yeah. Paranormal. Yeah, you should be able to find us. Every once in a while, somebody says they can't find us, and we don't know why. Yeah. And then sometimes we show up like on Podbean. We just showed up there recently and we hadn't been there at all and didn't know why we weren't there. So yeah. we, uh, you know, per normal have really no power over anything, but we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> but you should be able to find us. Just search for True Crime Paranormal. Look for this. See the little logo that's up in the corner of the live stream that, mm -hmm. you know, face the woman's face with her hands over her face. That's what our mm -hmm. um, logo looks like on uh, mm -hmm. podcast platforms. Yep. Yep. That's how to get it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, so here's the scoop this morning. I mean, picture it. Rexburg, 2020 or 2020, <laughs> driving down the road with my husband and Justin Lum put something on Facebook that uh, lights my world on fire. <laughs> yes. What was it? It was not one, but two tweets from Mark Means. Mark Means seems to think that using Twitter is a... Uh, reputable way a normal way to uh practice law <laughs> and he also is apparently feeling a little uh down in the dumps so here's the first <laughs> down in the dumps yes i think so yeah so this it was a gif of rats running right and the, the the gif is weird i mm -hmm. i don't quite get the reference it's, it's the running of the rats and it says <laughs> As I prepare for the defense for Lori Vallow Daybell, which I'm going to stop right there for just a second. He's just preparing the defense. <laughs> yeah, oh, Lori. Like, dude. Lori, Lori. Mm -hmm. Damn, are you screwed? Mm -hmm. uh, I am learning that persons like Melanie Gibbs. Who is Melanie Gibbs? I don't know. We don't I know, know who Melanie, Melanie Gibbs is. Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't think Mark so, knows. And her boyfriend, David Warwick, appeared to have been eagerly involved in, oh, I'm sorry, involved in more than they let on. If you know something, say something. I mean, isn't that the creed of bullying? We tell the kids, if you see something, say something. So now Mark thinks uh, that there are some bullies out there, I guess, that uh, or some witnesses that know things they're not bringing forward. So he's putting out a plea on Twitter. If you know something, come talk to me. Uh, why is he calling out witnesses, key witnesses on Twitter? 
I don't know. Because he doesn't want to be a lawyer anymore. He's always wanted to work at Dollar Tree and it is coming. I think so. Not that there's anything wrong with working at Dollar Tree. No. You know, guys want to work with Mark anyway. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I should have never threatened that. It was very rude. But (laughs) anyway, why the hell would he put that there? I don't know. I, it's so crazy that he, this is the second time that he has attacked witnesses. You guys might remember that he did this to the Woodcocks oh, uh, yeah. last month. And, and got uh, smacked down by local news so fast that <laughs> and so hard. I'm yeah. sure his head was spinning. It was pretty mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Well, last time he was trying to prove that Woodcocks got caught trying to wear listening equipment into the courthouse for Chad's prelim. Right. Which mm-hmm. is so hilarious because a, the whole thing was broadcast all over the internet. You can go yeah. find every bit of it right this minute. Like they what didn't need the recording equipment in there. Yeah. yeah. But second of all, it just wasn't true. They, Maybe were, they were secretly working for prior. <laughs> <laughs> they were seen getting out of their truck, taking off uh, body mics that they were wearing for a and E because they're doing a documentary with them. They took them off, left them in the truck, went in the courthouse. And somebody squealed to Mark Means, or he fabricated this or something. And so he was all over Twitter that day accusing them of that and also accusing them of getting paid for this documentary, which, you know, was none of his freaking business, but they're actually not getting paid. But at any rate, that's what uh, that's what happened the first time when he went after the Woodcocks. Yeah. The rudest part about it is when he came back to clarify his statement, which was no in no way a clarification. It was just more attacking the Woodcocks. He misspelled their name. He uh, First of all, he doesn't capitalize much of anything. So it was not capitalized, but he spelled it in two words. Woodcocks, <laughs> C-O-C-K-S. And a lot of people on Twitter didn't like that. <laughs> I cannot imagine why. One comment particular <laughs> You could have the decency to spell their names right, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) Almost almost killed me. But so this is what he tweeted this morning. And again, like the comments are so scathing. Most people saying, you need to recuse yourself from this case. You're a terrible lawyer. You don't know what you're doing. What the hell are you doing? You know, a lot of things along those lines. So that's kind of a, so that was number one. And uh, but wait, because <laughs> there's, there's more. more. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't stop with just that. He had to go even more bonkers on us. So here's the second one. And this is where he's obviously crying into a bowl of Cheerios. Right. He's, right. <laughs> the defense lacks the resources of the prosecution. Sniff, sniff, sniff. <laughs> State of Idaho, Attorney General of Idaho, FBI. Chandler Police, Madison County Sheriff's Department, Fremont County Sheriff's Department, Rexburg Police, etc. We need the persons of knowledge to come forward. So how very unfair that so many agencies are working together because his client has committed crimes across several states and has committed federal crimes and is, well, as we all know, you know, a dumpster fire and so he's mad because they have all of the resources that they have working against his client what does mark not have well he's a one-man band mm-hmm. he doesn't have any help he's doing this by himself right and he has other cases and so 
Lori is getting really, really subpar uh, representation, which most of us don't really care, except for that we want her to have good representation because we never want her to be able to come back and say, this really wasn't fair because I didn't have a good lawyer. You know, we right. don't want and, that and to I happen. really have concerns at this point. I mean, at some point, mm -hmm. can someone step in and say, okay, you clearly don't know what the hell you're doing or you're breaking the law with this stuff. Because mm -hmm. I don't want to see her get off because she's got inadequate representation, you know? No. It's no. not right. And he's an idiot. And it, he's publicly <laughs> an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. A, a big public idiot. Right. Fran says our, our violins are playing, Mark. You're right. Really yes. Are. We all feel so we sorry are. for you. And for Lori, yeah. no. No, we do not. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, Lori. And Mark, it, it's such a scene. Anyway, so this is hilarious. It'll, it's it's ridiculous, but it's funny too. But, you know, the thing that's, you know, about it is if he can't provide and his office can't provide and Lori's budget can't provide adequate resources, he should be getting the hell out. Right. He should. This isn't about having a, a case to hang your hat on or, or your 15 minutes of fame. He's doing his client a major disservice and he could be doing the state an enormous disservice as well. If yes. this case ends up being having to be retried because of this bullshit. So it's funny, but it's maddening too, because what the heck is going on here? Yeah. What is going on here? And what makes him think that any of this is okay? Yeah. And this crying to the public. Also, who does he think is going to respond in the positive to this bullshit? You know, <laughs> because not any of his Twitter followers, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> he has been spanked and spanked hard. <laughs> like you read through the comments and it's just almost too much. Uh, well, but the last, the last statement here, we need the persons of knowledge to come forward. Who is he talking to? Yeah. Who what is persons of knowledge? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the Who thing. Is he talking to? Is he talking about Melanie Pulowski, possibly? Mm. Mm. Well, she's a little too busy taking care of her baby. Mm. Is he talking about people we don't know about? Or is he talking about Chad's followers that might know something? Lori's followers? I mean, who? I just think it's very interesting. I think, actually... He has no idea. He's just shooting in the dark. Yeah, I think I, I think so too. An extremely weak defense. He's pissed yeah. about it. He's frustrated because you know when he signed on to this case, uh, things looked very different. Mm -hmm. Very different. Well, and Runs with Scissors says, "Do you think he's doing this for future appeal or just a dumbass?" Oh, just a dumbass. He's not a defense attorney. He has no. never tried a criminal case before. No, and now. He's taken on this huge case and he doesn't know what he's doing. Like mm -mm. at all doesn't know what he's doing. The judge, no. uh, he has been told by more than one judge that he might want to get mm -hmm. some advice mm -hmm. and get, we'll some, get some support on this. From people with experience. Mm -hmm. Yes, because he's filed a bunch of stuff wrong. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Mm -hmm. It's so freaking so crazy. He, yeah. Yeah. So Cranky uh, said maybe he's working for free. That was something that has been speculated, that he's not even getting paid for this. He was trying to, you know, hang his career on this. Uh, well, hang the operative word at this point. But, mm -hmm. yeah, that he was trying to really get something out of it. There's also been major speculation that he was perhaps maybe one of Chad's followers. That's mm -hmm. actually pretty credible that he and Chad were friends before this case 
and that he's doing for Chad. There's a lot of questions about what in the world is going on here, you know, Mm -hmm. and and why, why Lori would have this attorney when he has absolutely no qualifications to try this case. Right. Why she has continued to put up with this. Yeah. We don't know. I mean, she's literally had judges look her in the face and say, you have the right to adequate representation, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. Hint, hint, wink, wink, maybe you ought to consider fire in the yeah. stomach. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Right. Runs with scissors says, do you ladies think he's doing this for future appeal or just a dumbass? I'm going on dumbass. Yep. Me too. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. It kills me though. This stuff that's going on on Twitter is actually just really, <laughs> it's just so freaking unprofessional. Well, and, and I just really crazy. question if it's even legal. I mean, is this witness tampering? Is it witness intimidation? Know. We wondered about that with you know the, with the Woodcock stuff too, and yeah, there was no recourse. I mean, he's These making are people that are already like subpoenaed. Fool, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess we'll find out. Babushka wondered if maybe they left their brains in the portal. Maybe <laughs> so. Maybe they did. That's what's wrong with Harry. With uh, means he's so many trips in the portal to Rexburg to see Lori. He's scrambled himself. I guess, but you know, you think about Chad and Lori. It's not like they are the criminal masterminds of the century to begin with. No, you know, I mean, they certainly <laughs> seem to think criminal they mastermind. were. Yeah, no. But you know, when it turns out that they hid the bodies in Chad's backyard, that was kind of a pretty good indication that they're kind of idiots anyway. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I just I. And I don't know if Lori really has anybody advocating to her to say, maybe you should get a different attorney. You know, it's not like she's got a bunch of family on her side or anything. I don't think she does. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that I'm, you know, like sympathetic to her, but I want her to get an adequate representation so that we aren't, you know, dealing with this again and going back through court because who does that serve? You know, it certainly doesn't serve her children or the family that's left. Not at all. But, you know, we're certainly watching memes on Twitter because holy shit. He's also been lighting it up a little on Instagram. So, like, you yeah, know, he has, he for has. a good time, follow him in both places. Uh, yeah, definitely. He uh, he shares all kinds of outcomes, um, of, like things that have happened with his clients. And way to go. Mm-hmm. We, you know, got that civil protection order quashed and stuff. And I'm like, this is not a good look, buddy. Not a good look at all. I Googled him today just for the hell of it. And it was kind of interesting because uh, one of the things that came up was uh, like a place where people can review attorneys. Mm-hmm. And he did have a lot of good reviews. I'll give I him that. But Oh, my gosh. My phone thinks I'm asking it to Google something <laughs> for me. <laughs> She's like, here you go. Everything you want to know about Mark Means right here, right now. Um, no. No, keep his name out of your mouth. But anyway, he so he does have a lot of good reviews. I, I will give him that. But man, the bad ones make you go, that's our Marky Mark right there. Mm-hmm. Lots of people saying he is incompetent. He's disorganized. He filed the wrong forms. He missed the deadline. Stuff like that that you go, mm-hmm. This sounds that's like stuff right. we've seen out of him so far. Yeah. Yeah. So... There you go. Yeah. Now, uh, Scott Peterson has been back in court, is going back to court this week. And that this is a huge deal. 
Now you guys might remember Scott Peterson was convicted 16 years ago for murdering his wife and she was very pregnant with uh, their infant son and he was convicted on two counts of murder. We just talked about him like last week or the week before that he yeah. had admitted in prison that the whole reason that he killed his wife was because he was having an affair and he just wanted to move on to his new uh, love interest. And he just thought that would be easier to just kill her. Right. And so anyway, then this pops up. So Scott Peterson is going back to court and here's why. So on October 14th, the California Supreme court sent his case back to San Mateo County where it was originally tried to determine whether he should retrieve, receive a new trial. Holy shit. Right. Why should he receive a new trial? Because they have found that a juror committed prejudicial misconduct. So there was a juror who had been asked if she had any uh, background or, you know, any issues with, with domestic violence. And she said, no, but that wasn't true. Apparently in 2000, she had gotten a restraining order because her boyfriend's ex-girlfriend was harassing her while she was pregnant. That's the whole thing. I mean, that's the technicality that is potentially going to take Scott uh, Peterson back to court on these charges. It is just on. But it was a death penalty case, man. They can't be messing around. Yep. So they're there. So that is going back to court on Friday. So we'll see what happens with that. We're not sure. His attorneys weren't sure exactly what's going to be discussed or taken on there. So, Because there had been, I don't know, a month or so ago, an article about how they were just going to not, the the prosecution decided they were not going to try to retry. They were just not going to fight the dropping the uh, death penalty off the The table and just let it be a a life sentence. But now they're talking about a potential retrial. Oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, his sister-in-law said in the news, uh, Janie Peterson, that the family was grateful for the court ruling. As the court takes a closer look, we are confident they will find enough evidence to warrant a reversal of Scott's conviction, Janie Peterson said. Holy shit. We look forward to Scott being granted a new trial in the coming months. It could actually happen. Now his attorneys are also saying that they told Fox it was apparent that not only was the jury selection standard wrong, but we're now taking a second look at the fact that there should have been a better selection of what I've nicknamed self jurors, namely jurors that were not forthright in order to get on the jury because they had an agenda. Oh man. Oh, that's why all this legal stuff is so freaking important to get it right the first time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that is just freaking horrifying. Yes. It he is. Did do it. it is horrifying and to think that her family would have to go through a second trial. Right, because he'll be convicted again. Maybe he won't get the death penalty this time. Maybe he will. I mean, I kind of bet he doesn't. But at any rate, uh, it's just pretty, pretty disgusting that this is happening again. I mean, it'll be an enormous expense for the state of California, as well as just what it's going to put her family through. Lacey Peterson's family is just unthinkable. It's just terrible to think. Well, and his family as well. I mean, obviously the sister-in-law is on his team, but I don't know that all of them are, you know, to put all these people through all of it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, that is just something else. So we'll keep our finger on that. We'll continue to report on that for sure. That could become huge news here in the next few months. So yeah, we'll see where it goes. And then lastly tonight, there was a, a body that was found here in our neck of the woods. It's got a pretty interesting backstory. So Christy, you were going to talk about that. Yeah. So this is a man who's been missing from our area here where we live in Grig from Griggs, Idaho, which is actually where Katie and I were born. And he's been missing for 15 years. His name was John Michael Carroll. And he just vanished without a trace one day. Um he left his clothing, wallet, vehicle, identification, and money at his house and just disappeared. Mm -hmm. He was 58 at the time, and he was kind of known to go ride his ATV around. And so they thought that was maybe what they um, what he had done. This was in 2005, November 14th, 2005, when he went missing. Now, you got to know that in November, in the middle of November in Idaho, it's cold. It's already, you know, freezing at night, only maybe even into the 40s during the day. So this is not mm -hmm. a time of year that you want to go missing at all. No. Well, and that's up in the Teton Mountains where there could have easily been snow. Oh, too. yeah, definitely. Probably snow up there. I mean, it's just not good. Mm -hmm. So in 2013, a cattle rancher found human remains uh, and for some reason, they had been unable to identify those remains right up until just barely. And I don't, there's not enough information here. I don't understand why they didn't consider it to be this guy. Why was it not thought to be John Carroll and, you know, tested through family or something? But they, they were trying to go through um, anthropological means. And it makes me wonder if they thought maybe this was an, a really old body. But they had not identified it um, until just recently genealogical DNA analysis actually identified mm -hmm. him that this is John Carroll. Yep. They don't know what happened to him. They don't know yet how he died, why he was there. A lot of stuff still, big questions. But at least they now have his body and could inform his family. They just did on Friday informed his family that they have found him. Um, yeah. They still have no idea why his body was in that field. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, a, it's a weird case to me because I can't mm -hmm. figure out why they have had his body since 2013, but it's taken till now to identify him. That's weird I, because I don't know why they couldn't have tested the bones against his family before now. I just, I, just, I don't think they thought it was him. I and mean, I, think maybe, I think maybe they just didn't. Yeah. At him. Yeah. It, it is very strange. And we're hoping to get more information about why that took so long and what's going on yeah. there. We're going to, if we can get more information on this, we're going to cover that case. We'd like to, yeah. but I remember well when it happened because he literally just disappeared without a trace into thin air, everything left at his house. Yeah. And that's one of those scary ones that you're like, Oh my hell, you know, how can that happen to people? But it can. Oh Yeah. Yeah. That is, it's quite the deal, but yeah, seven years to identify the body. It just, that makes no sense. I mean, I know I, there's more to the story and I was surely good enough. Yeah. So I don't know. We're going to find out more, but mm -hmm. I'm happy for his family. At least that they have at least some resolution that they can, that they know where he is now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty crazy. So 
anyway, that's uh, that's what's going on. <laughs> but, so that's all the updates we have tonight. I'm just going to yeah. take a look and see. Uh, Kim said, I wonder what means peers are thinking of him on Twitter. Oh, oh but they're dying. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall in Prosecutor Wood's office when somebody told him about this because he probably laughed himself silly. Uh, but he probably did, yeah. Mm-hmm. He pretty and, regularly and has to really quash a smile when Means does something dumb in court. Right? Well, I'm sure he was like, okay, Means doesn't have a defense. 10-4. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thanks, thanks for filling us in there, Mark. Yeah. yeah. So wild. Let's see. Yep. Christina said, imagine how many. Oh, yeah. I, I get your gist. She said, spell sex. <laughs> I can't do it either. Spell check sucks. I gotcha. She said she wonders how many, uh, you know, how many go missing and having to wait that long is so wrong. I agree. Very it's odd. Just brutal. Just brutal. Yeah. To well, but he wasn't have. missing. Seven years. He was missing for fifteen years. Yeah, missing for fifteen years. Fifteen but years, but they found, found his body, body seven years ago. ago. Yeah, so crazy. So, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll shake the tree and see if we have anybody that can help us understand yeah. what that was about for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So we'll keep our eyes on Twitter, and we will keep our <laughs> eyes, uh, you know, on Scott Peterson, <laughs> and of course. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow night for the Psychic Hour. So that's the live stream that we do where we actually talk more about the paranormal and uh, psychic work that we both do and have been doing professionally for 15 plus years. And so if you want to come back for that, great. If it's not your jam, that's cool too. Some of you guys are really here for true crime and I get it. But if you want to come back for the Psychic Hour and chat with us there, we'd love to see you. And that'll be around 8 p.m. here tomorrow night. Uh, so Thursday night to 8 p.m. Mountain Time. And and I hope you saw our case that came out this week. Our case yeah. this week was a cold case from 140 years ago. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yes. The Lizzie yeah. King case. Yeah. yeah, the Lizzie King case. So we were super excited to bring that to you guys. So always new things in the work. If you're a Patreon uh, follower, a, a Patreon patron, <laughs> then you know that a uh, new footage dropped for you guys this week as well. So we have been busy little bees. We and have. if you want to follow us on Patreon and, and support us, uh, it's it's very nominal. But we really appreciate all the support we get on Patreon. And we're just true crime paranormal on Patreon if you want to find us. And you do get a couple of extra uh, episodes every month if you sponsor us at whatever level, you know, you choose to sponsor us at over there. Yeah. So we do appreciate that very much, but yes, we anyway, do. and keep an eye out for the merch drop that's happening maybe tomorrow night. If somebody, you know, gets their stuff together. Oh yeah. <laughs> maybe. I wonder who maybe. that would be. I know I might, it might be this guy, but, but I'm, I'm learning government right now. Okay. Okay. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying I'm not going to show up here tomorrow night quoting the 27 amendments to the Constitution. I promise you that. Okay. I just hope you get an A on your test. You know I will. But. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, you guys. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll be back soon. You have been listening to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Have a good night.
If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.